Street Smart Real Estate Investing. Welcome to the new innovative concept of real estate investing. No more expensive courses. No more high-priced mentors taking your money and leaving you without ongoing support. Become a full-time seasoned real estate investor by participating with our already successful team members. Now is the time to stop talking about real estate investing and start doing. Take action. Just ask and we will help you. We promise one thing, no BS. For more info, www.streetsmartrei.com. Hello, everybody. My name is Jarek Buchholz. I'm founder of Canada Real Estate Investors Club, Street Smart Real Estate Investing, Real Estate Investing Community. And I do not want to talk about me because there is quite a lot of ventures I'm involved in. But the primary goal of today's uh, conversation workshop is to welcome Mr. John Simcoe. Hello, Mr. John. How you been doing today? I am doing excellent. It is good to see you. It is good to see you, Yarek. Uh, likewise. Our our primary goal in such kind of presentations is to encourage everybody who is listening, watching this presentation to make sure that you will be encouraged to do stuff like Mr. John, like real estate investors successful. And the message is as long as you will put your mindset to it, you can achieve anything, whatever you want, right? especially we are talking about real estate investing. So Mr. John, would you mind introducing yourself, who you are and everybody more likely know of you, they heard you, they've seen you, but let's say like who you are, what you're doing at this moment. Okay, so I'm a full-time professional real estate investor. I've been uh, dealing with investment properties in my own for the last 13 years. I was fortunate enough to get get involved in my early 20s when I got out of college and we'll you know we can talk about that too uh, and then mm -hmm. what it's is I've I've gone out and you know learned a whole bunch of different strategies my main mainly with residential but if but if it involves a house you name it I've probably done a deal that that can work that way I've raised a lot of private capital um, to do these <laughs> okay. um, and uh, and so I, I think that, uh, and I've been full time at it for the last six years. So it's it's really been wonderful to kind of break free of that job that I had before and and be able to do something I'm really passionate about. Six years in real estate is like fifty years in real life, <laughs> is it? <laughs> it, it, it feels it feels like a long time. I mean, I, I I would work my job and then I would grow it in the evenings and and wake up early and write newsletters and do all kinds of stuff to to keep the real estate business growing to the point where I could actually leave that work. But it was it was like full time all the time. And if not more, so. <laughs> it, it is it is a lot of upfront work. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't change a thing. I'm very happy with the way things are working out. So what made you decide to do real estate? Right? I believe that you were engineer right before um, architecture Arch architecture okay so what make you decide to go into the real estate stuff like give so, us the the brief overview please well how it started is uh, is it wasn't it wasn't necessarily in my upbringing it wasn't something that my parents did um, mm -hmm. it was I had a I had a business that I started when I was 19 and it was with a good friend of mine we are still good friends to this day 
and uh, and he was 18, and we opened up a martial arts studio, a Taekwondo club. Oh, okay. and uh, and so we we're doing that as a business, and it was growing every year. We doubled in size um, for five straight years, and his parents were very entrepreneurial, and they said, "Geez, you boys look like you're uh, you're having a lot of fun with that. Like we're very trusting with each other." Um, mm -hmm and getting along very well as in terms of being business partners they said well have you ever thought about buying real estate and they said you know you can pay off all the mortgage and everything and have some leftover money and that's called cash flow that's a passive income that you could earn in it i never really thought much about that um as a young boy i had a, a an uncle who was very influential too but that's when but it was when all those different people and all those dots connected I thought that sounds great. So I was in university studying mm -hmm. to be an architect, and uh, and I and I never did become an architect at all. But uh, and, but at the time I was, you know, that was a twenty thousand dollar a year program, and I would work extra jobs. I ran my taekwondo business, um, and I escaped architecture school with very minimal student debt. And I worked really hard that first summer out of school. I had my summer job that hired me back every year. And I went there and I, I worked extra jobs and and I paid off my student debt all in the first summer after university. I didn't want that debt to carry with me for, for a long time. I, I thought it would hold me back. And uh, and so my friend ended up actually going out to Fort McMurray to, uh, to work in the oil sands uh, from the Taekwondo club. And at that point in time, I went and hired, a, we, had, we had trained a, we had six black belts, but I'm really proud of guys that got their black belts through me out of all my students over those five years. And uh, and we still keep in touch to this day, and I'm super proud of them. And what I did was is I, I hired them, and I made them employees of the Taekwondo business. So my friend went off, and he came back a year later. Mm -hmm. came back, I said, look at the Taekwondo club, look how it's grown. We had another year of doubling in size. Um, you know, and, uh, and so, and I said, I want to show you something. And I took him, I had actually went and bought a rental property with another, a different friend of mine. And so I said, look how proud I am. I have this, you know, I got out of school. I paid off my debt. I bought this rental property. And then he came back and, and we, we met again and he said, that's all good. Now myself on that first real estate deal, my friend and I, we were making $400 a month and it was, it, the numbers of this deal without knowing, without any training whatsoever, were, were crazy because um, we turned $7,500 down payment into $75,000 pretty, pretty quickly. And, uh, and so I, I was, my friend, uh, my friend who I was showing all that to, and I said, you know, I'm so proud of that. He showed me his Fort McMurray paycheck. He said, this is what I get paid and every week. And it was quite a bit more than what I was making at the time between all my sources of, of work. And so I decided I was gonna leave Winnipeg. I went to Fort McMurray. Um, and from there, I just decided to be disciplined. I saved about 80% of my, my oil sand money that I was making. And I spent a lot of time buying books. And that eventually led to me buying courses from other people. Um, probably people you, a lot of them have probably been on your show before, Yarek. And well, I know I've seen some of them on, but you know, some people sell some courses and so I buy courses over the years and, mm -hmm. uh, and study them. But the one thing I did is, is I always 
took action with the things that I was learning. I'd only buy a course if I really was going to do what was in that course. I was already used to spending $20,000 a year on my 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 formal education. So buying a course for a thousand or two thousand or three thousand or five hundred bucks or whatever, what it just uh, I didn't I stopped caring about getting a diploma and I started caring more about getting the knowledge that's inside and learning from someone who's done done it before. So so that's what I started focusing all my learning towards. But uh, it was that 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 first uh, friend of mine's parents that put the idea in my head um, and then the, and that grew and definitely so i i see that you should you should you know uh, reach out to your your friends parents and tell them how successful you are right you know what i mean and thank them once upon a time long time ago i went i was sponsored right by by a italian company at the beginning of my immigration right and they sponsored me they paid for the lawyers and everybody else and because of them i am you know canadian to be honest with you because of their help and support and what i have done it is uh, recently i flew to montreal and i went to see the gentleman who was believing in me and i told him what i've been doing how i've been doing and i I give him a firm handshake and that's what made him so, you know, happy because something which uh, make them, you know, believe it in the people and making sure that they, they, they are successful, right? So I do encourage everybody who are successful and they have a mentor, tell them about what is going on. Tell them who, how successful you are, what you've been doing, right? Make them proud, right? One of the things which, everybody should be thankful for right so i am excited about that because I, I see a lot of values john about your you know real estate investing venture your personal you know experiences about how you became very very successful real estate investor and i can talk with you i believe it for days <laughs> but we have a short period of the time so which strategy is the most uh appealing to you you like the most from the real estate investing you know so many strategies are there right yeah well there's i do i do use a couple of different strategies in my business on a regular basis but mm -hmm. the one that i use the most uh and and in many ways is my preferred strategy is to do rent to owns or what's called lease purchases mm -hmm. um, and I and I've really been focused on doing a lot of that. That's that's originally the first strategy that allowed me to quit my job. I had set a couple rent to owns up, and then they, they actually worked out. And uh, and and so I saw that it was real, and then I saw that I could replace my job with that. Uh, so I set some more up, and once my you know most of these are two and three year long deals, so. I would uh, I would have a series of those on the go, and then I would be able to predict my income one, two, and three years in the future. And I knew that that I would be free to be a real estate investor and free my time from having to go to work if I just uh, I think I think I'd done the math at the time. I think I needed to do like three or four deals in a year to replace my job, uh, and that was Sands' job. But those were also like it's relative to everyone's market, but most people could replace their income with like three or four rent owned deals in a year, which is like doing a deal every three months, which I know that you it's can do. Yeah. It's entirely, it's an, it was a very achievable goal. 
And so I made it my goal. Uh, and then I started setting up seven deals in a year. And I set up 12 deals in a year. Um, mm -hmm. and, and after that, I set up 24 deals in a year. And, and I went, wow, that's, you know, I'm starting to really set a lot of these up. And then the next year I did 93 deals and it just, <laughs> which when people hear that, you know, there were some systems that I used to make life a little easier, but to tell you the truth, I, I've broken down doing these rent to own deals into about five to eight hours worth of work per deal. Now it's not like you can just sit down and work for eight hours straight and you have a rent to own deal. It's a little bit here and a little bit there. Um, and, and it's basically five steps that usually take about an hour each. And then there's a little overtime if you need to put into. So that's really like doing a deal every three or four days um, to even achieve that goal of doing about a hundred in a year. Um, that's only working every four days, basically on your real estate business. If you really, really break it down when you, when you get comfortable with something and then you uh, learn it more and the more times you do it, you realize there are certain shortcuts you can take um, and you realize just how how comfortable you are doing something. Uh, I know when people ask me, how does that work? I can explain it the same way over and over and over. But if that's what I have to do to get my deal, I'll, I'll spend the time. It's about educating the people who you're going to do your deal with, whether it's whether it's a property seller, they need to know like how it works for them, whether it's a property buyer, you know, how does it work for them to be able to buy through the lease to own program? Um, mm -hmm. And then of course there's the company, which is me. How do we all make money? And so what I'd like to do is go out and, uh, and sandwich myself in between those buyers and sellers. And okay. I will set up these rent to own transactions so that sellers can actually get a little more money than they probably would have. Otherwise the buyer gets a house that, uh, that they can live in for a couple of years while they, they get prepared to be able to get an actual mortgage and, and buy the house out completely. And mm -hmm. uh, my company gets to make some money for being in the middle of that. And, and that's really is my main focus. I also believe that any type of property, whether you're trying to exit a rental property, like I own some rental properties that, that I purchased using, uh, using other people's money and other strategies, and uh, and so I have some other properties that are just normal buy and holds. And guess what? When the time comes for me to sell them, I'm going to sell them as a rent to own, as well as anyone else who's had a had a property for a long period of time. And you're already renting it out. It's already your investment property. You might as well maximize the sales side of things. Outcome. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think it's the perfect way to sell an existing rental property. I also know some friends of mine that are in the Edmonton and Red Deer market and even the mm -hmm. Calgary markets and they were they were doing some flip deals and they they haven't all sold. It's just the reality. Not everyone's property sells when they put it up for sale. And so now these people are all considering selling them as rent to owns because yep. they don't live in the house. It's sitting there empty anyways. It might as well generate some revenue. Um, and it might as well have a predictable sale in a couple of years time. And so a lot of people are starting to turn to this rent to own because there's a really, really good base of buyers out there right now. Oh, definitely. John, one of the most important aspects of creative real estate investing is knowing strategies and 
multiple ways of you know closing the deal or taking over or controlling the the the, the process and then multiple ways of going out right you you go out from the window you go out from the garage you go out from the door but you have to know quite a lot of different strategies than buy hold and rent right so kudos for that you know rent to own is one of the uh, very creative strategies aside of the agreement for sale or many many other strategies we do not know what we don't know but interacting and knowing gentlemen like John and setting up the strategies with his help will be very, very beneficial for anyone, right? I am amazed, John. Six well, hours I, per deal, given or take? I've, I've done it in as little as three for, for one, like from finding the property, getting it under contract. Um, I would benchmark myself with a one hour and, and, and I would, I would, the, the, the year I did those 93 deals, because I'm sure people won, I, that was the year of the Fort McMurray fire. My goal was 100. So I, 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 I always say if the fire didn't come through, I would have hit my 100 that year. And I still did deals with the fire once on the go. Uh, but, I, but, but my main, what, what I was mainly doing, and those I did a few deals in some other markets when the fire went on because um, you have to keep busy and it's that's what I love doing but what I was up to at the time is I would go to a house and it, I would do I would go see the house I would do uh, something I learned I, I I sold used cars for a year because I wanted to learn how to sell and I, I it was a 30 hour a week job so I, I did that for one year and I, you know I like cars and stuff so it was a lot of fun for me but I had to actually stop myself and I limited myself to a year and on the anniversary I quit um selling cars but but we learned this trick when we go to when the when the used car manager appraises the, the trade-in car that yeah. the customer brings so i do this on the houses as well and and you walk through and you don't say too much and you pause, <laughs> you pause like if there's a dent in the car you look at it you pause a bit i'd usually have a i'd have a clipboard just like they would and i would write some notes um maybe the eavesdrops are are not uh draining properly or whatever right and we we go through and we go okay or or you put your hump or you go what what happened here right and it and it's just so that the the person realizes because sometimes in their head the house they're living in is like this amazing place um and yeah. worth a ton and and so you're just pointing out like maybe there's some defects here it's going to come into play later so what i would do is i'd sit down with them after going through the home if i'm not interested i just tell them right there i'm not going to waste their time but that turns into a lead that i can sell to a realtor so, yep, so okay. it's not a wasted trip every no. trip could even if there's no deal there could still be some income generated definitely you know I, <laughs> five or six hundred dollar referral or something i mean you work it out i got a good relationship with my guy um that i prefer to use at least for for in fort mcmurray and so so i would go and so if i'm not going to do the deal i tell him well you should use this particular realtor he's really good so you send it to someone else reward your realtor for the hard deals that they do when you really need them to by by giving them some leads like that but if i am interested in the deal I would propose doing uh, a, like a rent to own. So the owner is going to, I would, I would ask them to get their mortgage statement out. I would look at their situation, 
Usually mm -hmm. I would look in the future and say, look how much gets paid down off your house if you were to actually have the payments covered. If you're just by having the mortgage paid. And so I would set up a lease with an option to purchase. Those are the two legal words. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'm going to pay them a rental amount and I'm going to want to be able to rent this house now. I have the ability to sublet it or to assign the, the contract if, if I want to. And then what I do is that gives me the legal rights to actually advertise for this property. I actually have a vested interest in it. Um, I agree to a, few, uh, a price on the home. Uh, and then what I do is I go and find somebody. So that all takes place in one hour. Mm -hmm. And I would book myself an hour and a half throughout the day going to see these properties, all for sale by owners. Uh, I'd say 95% of my deals are private, private uh, transactions. And so then after, and I would take the other half hour to drive to the next property or 10 minutes overtime if you're really, you're making a deal. And I would have my, on my clipboard, my contracts with fill in the blanks. What's your name? What's this? You happy with that price? And, uh, and of course, if someone is unhappy in a couple of days later and says, I don't want to do this, I don't like hold them to it. I'm not a hard guy. I, just, I let them out, right? Go, go ahead. You can have your, have your property back. But you know, if things are going on and I've got someone who's, uh, who's ready to buy it off of me and what I'll do is I'll, I'll rent it to that new buyer and mm -hmm. I will have an option to purchase for them. They'll have the option to purchase it from me for more than I'm getting it from the, the seller and their rental price is a little bit more as well. And so that's how, and myself as a company or anyone could actually do this on any of your own properties or a friend's property. Um, you know, you want just got to connect with a private seller, but ultimately it allows you to buy and sell a property whatever act without actually having to actually purchase it. And so I consider this like being the Uber of real estate. So we, we control everything, but we own nothing. <laughs> so one of the most important messages here of this aspect is automation and making all the steps defined prior even to reaching out to the, to the homeowners and the sellers and making sure that you have a system in place, right? Kudos for that, definitely, right? So oh, that's yeah. one of the things which I, I do encourage everybody to consider you know setting up those logistics on a regular basis so tell us more about what you have done today so i have um i have now set up over 200 of these sandwich lease option mm -hmm. deal and uh and and some of them have been very creative i think and uh mm -hmm. and so uh there's one there's one deal if you don't mind me sharing a little bit of the please story. do yeah It'll, uh, it's one that we we just had a buyer move into very recently. So this is the startup. This deal has uh, has happened, and it'll it'll finish in a couple years time. But uh, I went myself, and I actually had a bird dog. This is someone who brings you a deal, or can also be called maybe a wholesaler. But I had this lead come to me from a bird dog. Now. Mm -hmm. There were, and uh, and I'll go through the costs of what it costs to actually set this deal up too, so people can see because there, there's very little capital required to set these up, and that's what allows you to to be able to do like ninety three in a year, it is because it it is not capital intensive. 
you're not actually marketing, even though I've raised a lot of money, you're not actually looking for a lot of money to do these deals. But uh, so I call this the pierogi house and, and this is <laughs> pierogi house. This is the first time it's being publicly uh, shared, but it's a story that I'm gonna gonna be sharing a little bit more often. Um, and so people might hear about it in time. And so the pierogi house, was found because there was some frustrated, uh, there's some frustrated older people, uh, and they've been renting out their this house uh, for the last ten years. They experienced what it was like to be a landlord for for these are the people who I made the deal with. So it's important to to talk and listen to them. And so this person brought them to me because they were complaining about having to find a new renter. Their rental property was empty. The last renter took good care of it, but the previous renter trashed the place. I see. The home's in nice condition now. The last mm -hmm. renter was not hard on it, but these people throughout their 10 years of experiencing what it's like to be a landlord, they've kind of felt the, the, the upside, but they've also felt the pain of the downside as well. So they did not really want this house anymore and they wanted to be able to sell it and getting money right away was not important for them. So that was a component. That's why it's called the pierogi house is because we did up our contracts right there. Like I have them with me. I have the fill in the blanks and we did our contracts and I had a bag of pierogies. So we gave them a bag of pierogies for the deposit and a hundred dollars. <laughs> pierogi house. So it, this is what it costs to, to get into the deal. Now, there were some other expenses as well, but I mean, this just proves that you don't need a lot of money to get into the game. So we go, got the bag of pierogies as our deposit. <laughs> and uh, in our agreement, now I don't always do it this way. Usually I like a couple months of lead time. Um, mm -hmm. if, if uh, But they just didn't want to make mortgage payments. So I had agreed with six days to the end of the month, six, seven days to the end of the month that I would make their next month mortgage payment. So uh, that, would, that was $2,250, $2,250 a month was enough uh, for them to, to take. Now, the pierogi house, we also agreed that uh, now it had a tax assessed value of $510,000. This property is in Kelowna, BC, okay. and on the west side of Kelowna. A, a nice, oh, nice. It's a nice single family home, four bedrooms, three bathrooms, two car garage, um, and a decent, it's got a decent view. Um, and you can see the, the, I think it's the Mission Hill Winery from kind of the porch uh, area in the back. So it, it's nice, it's a good area for families. And it's still somewhat affordable to local people there, which is it's important. It's about an average home is about is about what this is, but it's also a very nice place in good shape. It's something that I can sell. I don't have to come in and do a bunch of fix ups to it because that takes time and, ma and and be managing a lot of people. So the tax assessed value was 510. The sellers agreed to a price of 480 on this deal. Um, now they, they allow me to have this deal going on for as long as four years. And I, and I think I have a pretty good relationship with them because we've met several times 
throughout getting all this done. So I think they would extend it if I ever needed to. They're they're pretty good team players with this. So I start making their rent payments at twenty two fifty a month. We have a price of four eighty on a house that would probably appraise. The appraisal values are a little higher than tax assessed. So it'd probably be about a $550,000 house just if a realtor were to put it for sale sign. So why those people would also would, would deal with me instead of just selling it normally is because I'm there to take over those payments right away. And, and they like that. Um, as well as that 480 price, their mortgage is getting paid down more and more and more over the course of the next four years. So they're actually going to receive more than 480. They're going to receive the 480 plus whatever their mortgage pay down is. So that got them excited. It's like giving more than 480. It's like, that's right. And, and I also sign a maintenance agreement. I'm going to take over the maintenance of that property from them. So it's a, it's a stress free process for the seller and I made it easy for them. So it took, four months to actually get a buyer in there. So I had to pay that $2,250 for four months before my buyer came in. Now my buyer is, is, is qualified and they've been screened and, uh, and I do have a course where I teach people how to screen people amongst with other things about rent to own. And we can talk about that in a bit, but it's really important to have the proper screening process for these buyers that are going to buy under, under the terms of a rent to own. So we looked at the fact that the area's been rising with prices in the last little bit. My buyer agreed, yeah, they understood that. I said, this is about a $550,000 house. They said, yes, that this is about what the, you know, it's what other homes, if they look online on the internet, other homes on the same street go for that price. And, and they're very comparable. So it's a fair price. And they agreed with me that in the future, the home will likely be worth a bit more. So we ended up settling at a price of, uh, we were at $615,000 for the sale price in four years. Okay. So they agreed that was a, that, that was fair. Then they did an inspection and, uh, and then they renegotiated and they wanted six grand off because I guess the roof, um wasn't as i didn't go on the roof when i got this deal it looked really good to me i guess it only has about three or four years left in its shelf life so the guy said i want six grand off so that i can do the roof so we end up settling at six hundred and nine thousand dollars. not now remember my my price on this home is 480 and i actually can receive the difference uh, and the lawyers can handle that when when you exit these deals. You can receive that spread in between. Not only that, I rented the place out for $2,750. So I'm generating $500 a month of passive income on a property that my new buyer has now agreed to take on all the maintenance for. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get a phone call saying the toilet's plugged in the middle of the night. And uh, And so I'm making $500 a month off this property. And the buyer had $20,000 as a deposit to get started. So I was able to recoup all the months that I paid for the place to be empty. Easily. I easily recouped that. Um, I recouped the cost of the pierogies. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
And so, and then the other thing too is, is I did pay and I only pay when I get results. So for doing a deal, if I don't do a deal, I don't, I don't pay, but I like to pay generously. And the person who brought me the deal, uh, she does, she hunts for deals full time and, and she did everything proper to get that, those, the people who are selling the home ready for me when, when I made the introduction to them. And so I paid her $3,000 for that introduction. So it did so, cost. So all in all, we got all the money back, about five thousand extra dollars. Some money was spent doing some marketing, and you know there were some trips out to the property to do some showings. And the first couple buyers didn't come through. I'm sure we would have had that thing sold in two months. Uh, it usually takes one to three months to do these deals, like from from start to when someone moves in. So I would consider that a very successful deal that even though there were some costs like that, they could all be paid when my buyer's deposit came in, if, if need be. So it didn't cost a whole lot to set that deal up. And there's another hundred, and, and so all, there's a little over $100,000 at the end of this deal to be able to profit from. And you have a proven track that, right? Yeah, I'm. I have a process that my buyers go through whether they need the help or not. We monitor their credit. I actually, I encourage checking in with whoever is buying these properties that you're selling like this, if that's something you want to get into um, for anyone who's, who's listening or watching. If you want to get into this, uh, you need to have a solid plan. Most of these rent owns, and if you Google it, you'll see all kinds of bad publicity out there, but you'll also see a lot of people like us, who are real estate investors who are getting a little more sophisticated and we all everyone who's doing rent owns that i know really likes doing it um you know and i i know i know one of the guys who's in your network a lot is joe Megadell. i've done some deals with him we i've known him for 10 years while we've all been been doing rent to owns and we we just love it because we do sell these properties for more money and we we don't have to pay the maintenance on them and so I think that these it's important when these people go to buy them because it's such a critical part of these deals is is actually completing them. You know, I if the if the buyer doesn't buy it, we get to keep their deposit, but it's not about that. I stress no. that it's it, it's never about that. That's a fallback plan. That's a plan B. If things don't work out, we keep the deposit. But the main idea is to actually be in the business of providing homes to these people, not taking their money. So I check in every 90 days with these people just to see how things are going. So let's talk about uh, bad karma, about rent to own programs, right? Okay, because that's the one of the most easiest ways to start real estate investing uh, at the beginning because you have an option to purchase and you can have a deposit upfront and many many people they see in that easy man right so can you elaborate more about the organization which you are involved and how that can benefit anyone who is seriously considering to to be a part of rent to own family absolutely there's um now, I used to be the president of this association. It's called the Canadian Association of Rent-to-Own Professionals. Mm -hmm. And I've been a director for six years. It's my, I'm, I'm now a minor director. I let another guy run for president. 
Um, but the whole purpose of the association, it's a nonprofit, so all the directors volunteer their time, um, is to screen and look at different rent-to-own companies. If you're doing rent-to-own already, you should come join the association. Uh, the annual fees, I think they're 250 bucks. They're, they're very cheap. Um, but what it does is it's a group of rent-to-own operators, and all they do is talk about how to get these properties into the, into the customer's hands at the end of the day, the person who's doing rent-to-own and buying from you. And, uh, and, the, and that's the type of place where discussions like how do the changing mortgage rules affect these rent-to-owns that are going on. How, uh, how did the changing of the deposit rules affect that? How did the stress tests affect these rent owns? Because it all affects our exit strategy for, for our real estate deals. And so it, uh, the Canadian Association of rent own Professionals makes sure that it's, there's ethical rent owns being done. And what that means is that operators that are doing rent-to-own must have proper exit strategies. They must provide their clients with the type of assistance needed. For me, it's a, a credit check every 90 days. If, if it's the start of a deal, I might have to check in a little bit more often with them. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's basically helping guide these people to become homeowners, to be able to buy these properties off us. And so we're not in the business of keeping these deposits. And so that means that whoever's buying them needs to have a fair chance. There has to be a good chance that they can buy the home and, and if they don't, it's for uh, some kind of reason that wasn't really able to be seen from the start. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that they're, if, they, if they don't make enough income to be able to buy the home, don't put them in the home. <laughs> it's, it, you know, <laughs> if, if they need two years of credit coaching, don't set up a one-year rent-to-own. It's not going to work out. Um, and that also, and it also means like I will grant extensions if people are doing everything they need to, uh, make, making their payments on time, uh, attending the credit coaching meetings. Uh, not everyone needs credit coaching, but it, but they have to be monitored. And basically, if they've done everything right, I'll extend the deal longer so that they can have more time to be able to buy it. And, yep. and it's doing everything possible to, to make sure that the people who are buying these homes this way can can have a good fair chance at getting them so definitely there is a message uh, if you are seriously considering to to operate and run rent-to-own close to rent-to-own strategies business carop is one of the organizations which everybody should join right so thank you very much for sharing that information and uh, very valuable for building the recognition and definitely following the guidance and making sure that you're up to the date with whatever is happening in rent to own program and structuring properly the deals. So John, I know that you are very, very successful in that what you have been doing, but let's talk about challenges. What kind of challenges you are facing as a business person, as a rent to own provider, as a business person so some some of the challenges is uh there's 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 always growing pains all the time um you know i i think i did a pretty good job of of taking over a lot of the fort mcmurray market and mm -hmm. doing there was a lot of motivated sellers that uh I, you know some people say it made it easier for me although i know this works in other markets I get a lot of leads in other cities because I, I do go around 
and I do make presentations to different real estate investing groups, um, you know, and I, and I, and I go to different clubs and I like to watch other speakers and I go to seminars and, and so it, I get all these leads that come to me from cities that I don't really have a team in place. People say, oh, this place is about to boom. Why don't you, why don't you go do some deals there? It's about to boom. Well, I'll only do deals where I have a good team and it's an experienced team. It's, it, it's more like a lot of people will think that uh, if they come to learn from me, that I'll, I'll find them people with money so that they can do their deals they need to actually prove themselves on the first one. And so we need to have uh, a, a, a few members of these teams to do two deals in other cities. And there are some other cities that I do do some deals in because I do have some of my students that have graduated to, to deal makers. Um, mm -hmm. None of these students are, most of them are not quite full-time real estate investors. They're still juggling a job. And that creates some challenges when you're trying to to run your rent home business. It helps to have some full time effort at it. So I, mm -hmm. I do do some deals with people in other cities, but I would like to be able to do more of that. I would really like to be the company that does lots of rent homes all across Canada. And so there, I need people who are going to go become rent home black belts, <laughs> just just like I had it in my Taekwondo. <laughs> And, and then ultimately they became employees of mine. Well, I'm not looking to make anyone my employee, but I am looking to joint venture with them if Definitely. they're qualified and if they know, if they know what's going on. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't think it's terribly hard work. I'm still going to be there producing leads, doing marketing, screening buyers, but I need people who can show these properties in each city. I can't be everywhere at once. So that my biggest challenge is, is going through those growing pains because I, I actually need people to come join the team and, and get learn how to do rent own the right way and ultimately join rent with because I, I I get tons of leads all the time and they don't always there's not always anything that comes from them. And and I know we can do more deals out there. And help and more the biggest yeah, and the that, biggest challenge is saying no. Sorry, I have no possibility to close or to be involved. Exactly. I expect some some of the opportunities that come that tell me about the property. Uh, I it might be already at a, a tr incredibly attractive price, and I just I can't do it. I don't have a team in place. Uh, I, I won't get involved because I'm not going to be driving out to that property all the time. I just I can't go to the mall all the time. <laughs> okay, so there was a follow-up question. How do you see yourself in the near future? What kind of business? How are you going to predict the future, please? Uh, well, what I'm hoping to do in, in the future is I'm hoping to do about 200 of these rent-owned deals in the next two years myself. I know it's, mm -hmm. an, I know it's a, a totally achievable goal. Uh, but I also think that when some people come join the team that that even doing like a thousand of them across Canada is achievable in mm -hmm. you know, we might be able to do as much as that many in a year. Um, when I look at the number of sales, I look at what's realistic and mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of this and there's a growing demand and need for rent to own. Buyers are having a harder time being able to buy. And the banks are saying no to them. And we're dealing with the people who could get a mortgage a year ago. Can't this 
at this time, we're not working with, with bottom bucket buyers. There are incredibly well-qualified buyers who have deposits who just need a little bit of time uh, to be able to buy. And so there's, there's tons of people like that and the demand is growing and the quality of these buyers is improving. In the 10 years I've been doing this, we've never had better, better people who need to buy this way than right now. Um, it's a growing demand and, and it's popping up everywhere and it's starting to become a little bit more common. Uh, even the more regular person actually says, I'm looking for a rent to own or, or I would like a rent to own. You know, perfect. Some kind of challenges which are very unusual. Unusual. That means that you have been doing something right, John. Because yeah. those challenges are most of the uh, people which I got involved and interviewed or had pleasure to talk. They having challenges with marketing to generate enough leads. Your opposite side. You cannot help as many people because you are only small, small, you know, business structured uh, company, right? So definitely there is something to consider and whoever is listening uh, this presentation, this uh, conversation, reach out to Mr. John, right? There is a johnsonco.com, uh, reach out, ask the questions, take the courses. Uh, how expensive your courses are? Um, I've how cheap they to, are, how cheap <laughs> they are. Well, it's one of those you have to look at. You have to look at what you're getting out of it. Exactly. And, uh, and I, mm -hmm. I want to make it perfectly clear that at least 95%, if not more of my income comes from doing deals. And I do spend the majority of my time out in the field actually doing real estate deals. But I, I do get asked a lot about how this works. And so what I did is I recorded some videos. Mm -hmm. And I created a rent own course and I also created an RSP uh, mortgages course as well. Those are the mm -hmm. two, those are two strategies I've done so many times that I, I feel very well qualified to answer any question from anyone that comes in. Uh, and I have a good network that I can ask as well if I didn't know the answer. But I put these together. I They cost $1,000. The, the rent own mm -hmm. course is $1,000. People get everything they need from marketing materials, contracts, uh, to make it legal, to make it work. They learn how to screen. And not only that, but I want all my students to be successful. So even if you don't want to do a bunch of joint ventures with me, if you just want to do it yourself or sell one of your own properties, you can buy the course for $1,000. And I also offer to every one of the students that I will help them with the screening process of those buyers. It's one of the most critical parts in any of these deals is having the right buyer who's gonna pay the rent on time and who's gonna buy the place at the end of the day. And so I offer to, to help. So there's still a little bit of hand selection there. And of course, any student can ask me questions too and I'll respond to them. So it's $1,000, it's at johnsimco.com. I, and so you can you can go pick it up. There's a rent own course there. It, I don't think it's terribly expensive, but it has to cost a bit. Uh, you have to be willing to invest a little bit in yourself in order to get something out of it. And uh, there are plenty of people who have been successful who have taken the course. Uh, and so I'm looking to be able to have some people who go through that course, who go out and do a deal, 
They take a little bit of initiative on their own. You have to take some of your own action. If you're just going to take the course and sit at home, my help's not going to help you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, if, but if you're going to take the course, do what the course says. I am going to come there. I will help you. I will see what you're doing. And I, and I ultimately want to have some rent owned black belts out there that I can partner with to do my deals with. And so I'd like to get some people from different cities all going through this so that, uh, so that we can basically be the Uber of real estate for Canada. Uber for real estate. We'll own no property. We'll own no properties, but we'll sell a lot of properties. <laughs> I I like the concept of being an Uber style kind of businesses, right? Amazon is selling Uber. Well, yep, definitely something to consider, right? So, what I believe that we will wrap it up, John. We can talk for hours, right? We can discuss and. Uh, make sure that everybody got the, the proper message and education as primary key but as long as you're not going to take an action nothing will happen as long as you will not ask the questions nothing will happen right so definitely looking forward to uh, develop some strategies and to spread the word about successful businesses which you are running and helping you in that field so there is a chance that we will be having a lot of uh, workshops together and looking forward to help you in your venture. And I can second that I have been knowing quite a lot of business people, which they do run rental on and they take in your courses, John. So you must be doing something very, very right. Thank you very much, John. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Thank you. Street Smart Real Estate Investing. Welcome to the new innovative concept of real estate investing. No more expensive courses. No more high-priced mentors taking your money and leaving you without ongoing support. Become a full-time seasoned real estate investor by participating with our already successful team members. Now is the time to stop talking about real estate investing and start doing. Take action. Just ask and we will help you. We promise one thing no BS. For more info, www.streetsmartrei.com.